0: The good times, they keep on rolling right now as Alabama lands another commitment. You are Locked On Bama, your daily
1: podcast on the Alabama Crimson Tide. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your
0: team every day. Hey, everybody. Welcome back into Locked on Bama. Luke Robinson, that's me. Jimmy Stein, that's him. This episode is brought to you by FanDuel, and I'll tell you about FanDuel in just a little bit. Meanwhile, thank you for making us your first listen every single day. You guys are the absolute best. Jimmy, Alabama has landed another Washington transfer commitment. Jeremy Bernard, Jeremy making people sick. If you uh, saw the last episode, you know what I'm talking about. Uh, this is a good above average wide receiver. This is a very good player. Um, You really do believe, and I do too, that he will be in the first team rotation next year. And um, that's even if Alabama ends up with uh, Ryan Williams. So I think this is a big pickup for Alabama. And also you can't state this enough. It's not just that this wide receiver is a good player. He is. It's not just that he's a good player and we lost some wide receivers to the portal. We did. But it's also a wide receiver that is familiar with this offense, and I think that's very important. And it's not just picking up a dude who was at, say, Oregon State or Indiana, and that we think is pretty good, and he's coming in here to learn the offense from Deboer and Grubb. He already knows these guys pretty doggone well.
1: Yeah, it's uh, it's all those reasons, it's not just one. But you have to start with the talent. A uh, really good player. Uh signed with Michigan State was a, a top 300 player, meaning, I mean, this was an elite, you know, four-star prospect signing with Michigan State out of high school. Ironically, uh catching passes from Peyton Thorne in his true freshman year before Peyton Thorne would eventually transfer to Auburn. Uh boy, I bet boy, tell tell those guys back then at Michigan State. Hey, one day you'll be at Auburn and and Jeremy will be at Alabama. But that's uh, funny, funny how life moves uh in this portal world. Uh but Jeremy goes to Washington where he becomes Really, their wide receiver four, Uh, he was also kick returner, punt returner, part-time, racked up some stats there. And uh, the three receivers in front of him, though, were great players. Obviously, Rome Madunza, who's going to be a top five, top ten pick in the NFL draft, was ahead of him. Can't fault him for that. Uh, The other two wide receivers are NFL players, definitely kind of day two type guys. Uh, He was just waiting his turn. Uh, We we compared it. in the last show to the Jamison Williams situation when Jamo was at Ohio State and he was wide receiver for Luke was ahead of him, you know, Garrett Wilson, Chris Olave, and Jackson Smith and Jigba. So uh, it, it, it's sort of a similar situation, you know, in terms of who he's replacing to some extent, Luke, I think uh, Jeremy Bernard is replacing Isaiah Bond. I mean, I mean, I, I think he's a Bond type player. I'm not saying it's apples to apples or they're identical but I think in terms of skill level, I think in terms of impact he can make in terms of targets, receptions and yards now throw in the fact that he's very likely to be Alabama's punt returner, kick returner. This is an Isaiah bond level impact player uh, in terms of the production. And by the way, I think bond had about 700 and something yards of production for Alabama this year. Uh, Jeremy Bernard had 700 and something yards of production at Washington this year. Uh, And a little different than Bond. Bond's a little smaller, faster. Jeremy Bernard is certainly quick. That's why he returns punts. But six foot two hundred. I mean, this is a a a Jermaine Burton-sized kid that's got a little bit more Bond-type talent. So, a big pickup, like you said, Luke. Familiar with the system. He can help his teammates. Uh, Should be a leader in the room. This will be year three for him as a college football player. Uh, So uh, talented. Experienced leader in the room, another good pickup here. Uh, makes sense because of the portal right now is full of Alabama, and Washington, and Arizona guys. I mean, that's who's in the portal, uh, that's who's there. So, uh, it, it makes sense for Kalen DeBoer and Ryan Grubb to bring with them the players from Washington that they feel can help them even at an Alabama. So, uh, you got to trust their judgment on this, and, and uh, all, all indications are Jeremy Bernard is a uh, good player, and he's going to help us out.
0: Um, first of all, really hoping that there's no technical glitches tonight. I, I know, Jimmy, you've, you have slightly frozen on me a couple times. But I, I think it may be I'm at a Fairfield Inn and Mobile right now, so I probably don't have the best internet connection in the world, so I apologize for that in advance. Um, but going back to Bernard, I, I think it's a wonderful pickup. Of course, we're all waiting on Jabbar Muhammad. Uh, who it looks like he's going to end up taking that Oregon visit. And I mean, you never know. I mean, he's uh, been out West for a good while now and Oregon's, you know, they got a bag, they might throw it at him. Who knows? Uh, Texas is also involved, certainly. And Noah Carter, it looks like he will end up in this class, uh, the second rated player out of Arizona. And he's been committed to Washington. I, I did he, he didn't sign with Washington, right? He just committed. He
1: did. No, he signed with he signed, Washington, okay. but has been released from his okay. national letter of intent. So he is free to sign. Uh, he, he's a free agent. It's not like a portal situation. He, he'll he be a signee, but he did actually sign with Washington and was released. Uh, but, we're uh, optimistic of BOL, uh, optimistic that Noah Carter will end up in this class at Alabama. Uh, an interesting date, Luke, uh, and I, I should know more about this than I do, but the Drop-add deadline for this semester at Alabama is Wednesday. So I think to be enrolled this semester, that's a hard deadline. So Noah Carter, we should hear something solid from him before Wednesday. That's my understanding. Now, that being said, you don't have to enroll at Alabama this semester to play on the football team this fall. You can just do whatever the heck you want this semester, hang around Tuscaloosa or not, and then enroll June 1st, and you'd be perfectly fine for the fall But most kids would rather be in school this spring so they can participate in spring practice. You know the coaches would prefer that too. So I would keep an eye on something happening with Noah
0: Carter before Wednesday. Oh, okay. That would be a really nice pickup, Uh, certainly. Because, I mean, that's another thing that's so funky about all this. You can't trust the rankings anymore because – I mean, even when they're signed, sealed, and delivered, they may transfer out immediately like some people have done. And that's what we're going to talk about in this next segment is we're going to talk about some of the guys that have left Alabama, where they've gone, is it a surprise, and uh, just what we think about all that. But now I want to tell everybody about FanDuel. Look, we just watched some incredible playoff games today. I mean, the the action was intense, um, just a lot of fun. And if you were on FanDuel, it was even more fun because FanDuel makes everything more fun. I'm trying to get my lighting just right here. But FanDuel is the absolute best. FanDuel.com slash locked on. That's where you want to go to get in on all the action, whether it's NFL, NBA, college basketball, college football, whatever you want, they've got it at FanDuel. And right now you can get 100 and 50 bucks in bonus bets, whether you win or whether you lose with any $5 bet. So go check out fanduel.com. I promise you, you will not regret it. So many fun things do. They got this parlay hub you can check out. They got the same game parlays, same game in-game parlays. So, I mean, like while the game's going on, you can make bets on various things. It's so much fun. FanDuel is just – and you don't have to be like a big spender. You can just have – A little bit of money where you can bet what you want. That's what's great about FanDuel. FanDuel.com slash locked on. That's FanDuel.com slash locked on. They're an official partner of the NFL. So Alabama has lost some guys to the transfer portal. And it's, uh, you know, some of the guys you hate to see, I saw on Twitter, somebody posted that they got their – they just got their Caleb Downs Alabama jersey in like today. (laughs) I mean, it's so heartbreaking. I mean, I I, boy, I really wish Caleb Downs had stayed. That being said, the fact that he didn't go to Georgia – is a little funny to me. I mean, ended up at Ohio State. It sounds like Ohio State had the biggest offer. That's what it sounds like. I'm not going to pretend like I was in the room, but that's what it sounds like. You I don't and I know this,
1: just, Luke. I don't know this. I'm not report. I'm not. Re- I don't know this. I'm guessing. I, or I'm here. It may have had something to do with Georgia's drop an ad about when you can enroll at Georgia, and hmm. it may it may have been a factor there. I'm not saying for sure, but that, that that's interesting may have
0: been boy how long then before schools start really changing their drop ad for the football stuff because the football stuff is so incredibly powerful and financially and so important financially that and we all see where this is going like there's the take the student out of student athlete that pretty soon is just going to be like yeah you can Sort of maybe, show up maybe
1: football thought they could get like some sort of waiver process and sort of like, Oh, well, we can take care of this. And then found out through the president's office. Uh, no, no, you cannot. Or, or at Georgia, no, you cannot. I mean, they do take uh pretend, at least <laughs> to take their academics super seriously over there. I, I don't know. I don't know what all the deal. I just read whispers and read things that make some sense because I was surprised as everybody else when Caleb chose Ohio state over Georgia, but a buddy's reminded me, you know, when Caleb Downs committed to Alabama, Ohio State was sort of second place for him. You know, so maybe we shouldn't be surprised.
0: Uh, okay, I get that. And also Julian Sayan has wound up at Ohio State.
1: Well, he committed, it, he committed to Bill O'Brien at Alabama. That was the quarterback coach he was going to play for. That's who he committed to. Uh, again, it shouldn't be a surprise in that regard. Uh, I know it surprises a lot of people that listen to the show, but but Bill O'Brien is, is highly respected within the industry Quite a bit, and uh Sane is now committed to
0: him twice. He is highly respected in the industry. I get that. And and look, let's not forget Bryce Young set several records under Bill O'Brien's One guidance, at least, or at least the guise of guidance. Um, but I I can't help but just know what we saw. I mean, if you watch the Detroit Lions Day, we'll probably talk about some of the NFL in the third segment. I mean, you watch the Detroit Lions, you're like, Jameer Gibbs is ridiculous. Now, uh, j didn't have the best game of his career or anything, but there were times when you're like, this, this guy's so good. I mean, what the heck were we doing? I mean, it feels like we should have been even more powerful offensively, and we were pretty doggone powerful. So, I mean, I guess i go back and look at it this way. If Steve Sarkeesian had hung around for one more year instead of going to Texas, in 21, there's no doubt in my mind we win the national championship. That, that's me. Um, but, I mean, you know, I at least don't think we lose to Texas A&M.
1: Uh, that might be true. I mean, I blame losing the 21 national championship myself on losing Jameson Williams to John Bechy. I, I think had we had one of the two, just one of the two, for the four quarters of the Georgia game, I think we win the game. Uh, that, that, that's what that's I blame funny. it on. I mean, everybody, everybody else could have. Uh, their own opinion. That, that's what I blame it on, but I, I don't, I don't blame it on O'Brien Dur- during the two years, Bill O'Brien was Alabama's offensive coordinator. Only ironically, only Ohio state scored more points than Alabama did uh, in the two years that Bill O'Brien was, was the coach there. So I, I think, uh, I think we'll see this fall uh, that Ohio state's going to be explosive again uh, under Bill O'Brien. And of course they got some dudes just like Alabama had dudes Will Howard, a quarterback, Quinshawn Judkins at running back, Seth McLaughlin snapping the ball to him, and, of course, the outstanding group of wide receivers Ohio State has year in and year out. Should be pretty explosive offensively uh, next fall. It'll be interesting to see if they catch and pass
0: Michigan. Um, I think they will because I think what's going to be interesting, I think you're going to see Jim Harbaugh take a pro job, and then who knows who's going to take the Michigan job. A lot of people say it's going to be Brian Kelly. Uh, I'd be a little surprised, yeah. but maybe not. I mean, we're
1: guessing I'm going to go Harbaugh to the Chargers and uh, Michigan just bumps up that offensive coordinator, the yeah. offensive line guy. What's his Sharon name? Jerome Moore. Jerome Moore. Yeah. Moore. Uh, that, that's my guess. Now, I don't know. I don't know. I, I think it would be more interesting if they hired a Brian Kelly. And, boy, that and that sets the dominoes a rolling. That would be fascinating. What if Brian Kelly takes the Michigan job, Lane Kiffin takes the LSU job? Oh my God! Now, thir- now you got now you got thirty-day portal windows opening at Michigan, LSU, and Ole Miss. <laughs> that deep into the spring, spring practice starting fifty-six days from today. Uh, it, it's nuts how, how those dominoes could set off, but I think the dominoes won't set off. I think Michigan just promotes from within and goes with
0: Sherron Moore. Uh, I could certainly see that, too. But, boy, I really like what you said. That would be fun. Uh, to Play out even better because the the thing that would be great, um, at least from Alabama's perspective, I think the one team that would suffer the most in all that would be Ole Miss because I think they'd lose a lot of folks they got in the portal. Like, they'd just be portaling right back out. I mean, that's this thing is so cuckoo bananas, and, and I don't know how in the heck we're going to get – a hold if Lane all of all
1: to Ole miss would Pete Golding be Olmiss's head coach?
0: Oh my gosh. Can you Maybe. imagine? Maybe. I mean, Maybe. I, I mean, we've crazier things have happened. But I guess and, and yeah, I think Lane would take that job. And then uh, Lane about Kiffin How about
1: Bill O'Brien? They've hired an
0: Alabama OC before. Lane Kiffin <laughs> with LSU's resources and talent base and his smart assery would be a I mean almost a combination you couldn't even put up with. It would be very difficult.
1: He'd be a fit in 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 and in, in so many ways, he would be the worst fit possible and the greatest fit possible at LSU. It would be fascinating theater. I'd want all the reality shows in Baton Rouge.
0: Yeah, it it would be it would be something. Um and it's I mean, I think Ole Miss is really something this year. And again, for the thousandth time, I hate it that Ole Miss isn't playing Auburn this year. I think that's the biggest matchup that the SEC schedule makers missed of everything, because I think that game is so SEC this year with the Hugh Freeze backdrop, the Lane Kiffin backdrop. I mean, Lane Kiffin and uh, and Auburn are still going back to back. I mean, uh, back and forth on Twitter all the time. Uh, the Derek Nix going to Auburn. Yeah, you know all the all these stories. I mean, why a lot of are interwebs.
1: Boring? There's interconnections going on between Ole Miss and Auburn uh, these days. It'll be interesting to see. I mean, I love college football so much. We're so, we, It's so fun we get eight months to talk about the season because it's going to take a full eight months to talk about yeah. the season. There are fascinating storylines in the SEC before we even get to adding Texas and Oklahoma, but uh, is Auburn going to be better? Are they sticking with Peyton Thorne? What about all these new quarterbacks? I ranked uh, who I thought would be the starting quarterbacks in the SEC next fall. Let me tell you, what, what's weird, the top three are Heisman contenders, Milro, Carson Beck, Quinn Ewers. Then the next six or seven, really good players, Brady, Cook, Jackson, Dart, uh, Garrett Nussmeyer, uh, Nico Iamaleva, uh, Graham Mertz. Uh, lots of interesting quality quarterbacks. Some new portal guys, Green, the. Uh, the Boise quarterback that's going to Arkansas, uh, fascinating stuff. Who's going to start at South Carolina? What what are they? Is Robbie Ashford oh going gosh. to be South Carolina's you Is that really going to happen? If, Maybe. So, if Maybe. so,
0: he'll be coming into Alabama to make another start like he did for Auburn a few years ago.
1: How about Jackson Arnold, a guy that no one will talk about right now that we might be saying by the end of the year is the best quarterback in the league. I mean, that, that's theoretical, uh, but that could, that could happen. So a uh, lot of interesting stuff. Uh, like shaping at Mississippi State, you know, a uh, quality player at Baylor. So, uh, boy, can't wait. We got eight months to hash it all out.
0: When we come back, we're going to just do a few odd and end things involving Bama, including the NFL playoffs. I'm enjoying these NFL playoffs, as, as you know. I just think there's so much fun. Number one, I think the best teams continue to win, which I think is a you know everybody loves upsets or whatever. But the problem with upsets to me is I'd I'd rather see the best team, and I think the best teams continue to win. Detroit took out uh, Tampa Bay today, and Jameer Gibbs had a wonderful day. He had 40 yards receiving, like 74 yards rushing with a touchdown. He really showed some quickness and elusiveness and speed. He's just a he's gonna be a Beast in the NFL. I mean, I think he's got top three back written all over him here uh, very, very shortly. Then, you know, you're also happy for Jameson Williams. So now they move on to play San Francisco. And I'm a Detroit fool because as far as I know, there's nobody on San Francisco's team that's from Alabama. Uh, so I'm, I'm Detroit.
1: Latu is uh, injured reserve there.
0: That's right. So he that's would right. get a
1: Super Bowl ring. But uh, yeah, yeah, we're for Detroit because J-Mo and Branch and Gibbs.
0: Oh, and Branch, I, for, I shouldn't forget about Branch. Um,
1: he blitzed on the uh, Baker Mayfield interception that sealed the game for, uh, for 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 Detroit to win. Branch blitzed; Baker had to get rid of it before he wanted to through that pick.
0: Then, uh, of course, on the other side, you just had Kansas City get a win over Buffalo. God, you got to feel for Buffalo. I mean, they just can't. I, I really big was big. sort of pulling for it this afternoon as I was riding down to mobile. Like, you know what? I kind of want, I don't really have a vested interest in anybody in the NFL. I've always been sort of a Dolphins fan because they've always had a bunch of Bama guys. Like, when I was younger, they had Tony Nathan, Bob Baumauer, those kind. Um, but I thought a, a Buffalo Detroit Super Bowl in Vegas would set that town on fire. I mean, I really did. I thought that Detroit, if Detroit goes to Super Bowl, that's gonna be one of the toughest tickets. Maybe ever. I mean, it's already going to be an incredibly tough ticket. Uh, Legion Stadium is unbelievable. I've taken a tour of it. It's fantastic. Um, but the fact that it's in Vegas makes it a tough ticket. And the fact that Detroit, this is Detroit's, their only second NFC championship game all time. That's they, amazing considering the, how long they've they're been. There's still two playoff wins behind everybody else in terms of least playoff wins. They're not, like, one win away from, like, being in the bat bunch. They're two wins away from
1: it. Yep, and uh, what a story, and it's great that they have the three Alabama guys. Definitely what I'm pulling for down the stretch. I just think it's going to be really hard to beat San Francisco, who has all this playoff. Ironically, playing a San Francisco team's got all this playoff experience. Seems like San Francisco's been in the playoffs and in the championship game for multiple years. Harbaugh got them there, like, three years in a row, and I think they lost all three years. No, they lost two of the three years that Harbaugh got him to that point. Now they're, I think, back-to-back years in the championship game. I like San Francisco's uh, playoff experience to win out. And then in the other game, uh, boy, Mahomes versus Lamar. That's the game of the day right there because Lamar has been a better player this season but don't bet against Patrick Mahomes in the playoffs. No,
0: nah, and and you know I what Lamar looked good the other night, but he didn't look great. He's still they're still not throwing it super well. I like Zay Flowers, and I'm pulling for Baltimore, I guess, because I don't think the Chiefs have a have a guy, do they? The Chiefs
1: have Isaiah Bugs on the practice oh, squad. That's now, right. He would get a Super Bowl ring being on the practice squad. But uh, Chiefs Isaiah Bugs practice squad. Ravens have Marlon oh. Humphrey and uh, Jalen Armor Davis. Yeah. Uh, Armour Davis, I believe, is hurt on reserve and Marlon was inactive uh, this weekend. But we'll, we'll, I think should be clear to play this upcoming weekend.
0: Uh, finally, um, Ryan Williams, his visit. I mean, sure. every yes. report I'm reading just, you know, was, his visit was awesome. He is looking more and more like he just is going to end up at Bama. He seems to be like you said yesterday on the podcast. He seems to kind of be a gump and we are gumps, bammers, whatever you want to say. He seems to sort of be in that. And, you know, there's a lot <laughs> there's a lot to sell here. In fact, I mean, you, you made the point that you thought he was 100% coming when Saban was here, and I agree. with you. If you're Ryan Williams, honest to God, I think you should want to come to Alabama more now than you did when it was Tommy Reese at the offensive coordinator position. I think now you should want to come more than you did before.
1: If you're – where is he going to go? I mean, that, that's the thing about, and, and who knows what's driving all this and it could be NIL and massive sums of money. And I, I get all that. Now I, I would get it, but what's, what's it, I hey, put it this way. I mean, if, if I'm his agent uh, and I'm talking to Ryan's like, what do you think I should do? I'm, I'm like, if you, if you, if you, if the Alabama staff is too new for you, if this is too new for you and too much of a shock that you didn't really know who Caitlin. DeBoer was three weeks ago, and now he's going to be your coach. You never heard of Jamarcus Shepard, and now he's going to be your wide receiver coach. If that's just too much of a shock to your system, then you should sign with Texas because K.J. Lacey's committed there. Uh, It's an uh, ascending program. You're playing in the SARC offense. I mean, is he going to go? But, But it doesn't look like he's going to go to Texas. I mean, it seems to me from the outside, if it's not Alabama, it's Auburn, and I would worry about who's going to get him the ball there. It's well, not, not the Q3's that. offense. Who's going to get him the ball? Who's going to play on the offensive line? He has a top 10 in the in
0: the draft, you know, career to protect here. So that's what not, not only that, not only that, if, as you say, and I'm not, we're not saying this is what it is, but if it were hypothetically that he's like, Hey, this staff is too new. I don't really know him. And it's, it's just too much. There's going to be a problem for you every year. Because guess what Auburn just did? Fired everybody. That's right. The, except Hugh Freeze. And and okay, that's fine. But you and you can talk about the head coach all you want to. Number and, and I know Nick Saban. We got the Nick Saban discount. Hugh Freeze isn't Nick Saban. Nobody is. So I'm not taking a shot at Hugh Freeze. I'm and, you know Kirby Smart now is the best coach. I can see why people would take a discount. You know an nil discount to go play for Kirby Smart. But in the end, it's it's as much your position coach and your coordinator coach that is that is as important. And Auburn just fired their offensive coordinator and defensive coordinator and Cadillac Williams. Uh, I mean, I, maybe he resigned, but whatever. We all know that's not what it went down. So uh, I'm saying turnover is part of the game now, all the yeah. time. I just said go to
1: Texas, and who's to say? First of all, Texas could change out coordinators and, and offenses. And who's to say that Sark who's already lost a job when he w- when things were going well at Southern Cal yeah. and then he wasn't the head coach anymore. We all know that story, but what about Sark going to the NFL? Which is, I think he's one of those coaches to me that should be on NFL watch. I mean, I can see why NFL teams would be very interested in him and I can see why he would be interested in the NFL. He left college before uh, for an NFL job. It wouldn't be the first time it's happened. So uh, that's a great point about, hey, Alabama might not look stable to you, but what does? I mean, what what is? What I mean, I guess Georgia, but, you know, in Texas to a degree, but like, like we were just saying, I mean, you never know. So you need to really take into account multiple factors. But uh, I think what Alabama looks good to Ryan, uh, Luke, is because of that quarterback room. The QB room looks great. Uh, it looks great now. It looks good going forward. And Kalen DeBoer, while he is new, believe it or not, as crazy as it sounds, probably to some extent is an upgrade uh, for Alabama's offense, especially in terms of the wide receiver position. Uh, When you look at how Washington played offense a year ago, look at Alabama played offense a year ago. If you're a wide receiver, you might be thinking, hey,
0: I I sort of lucked into a pretty good situation here. And finally, I've already said finally like three times, but it's not playing this time. Finally, if stability is your thing and that's what you're looking for, you're in the wrong sport because college football itself is unstable. The whole darn thing is unstable. So there is no stability. What you need to do is go to a place that you feel as comfortable with as you can be in an environment like this. When one day you're signing the top quarterback in the country and the next day he's leaving to go to Ohio state or one day you're, uh, from arizona and you're going to washington the next day you're going to alabama because the coaching changed things like this are going to be yeah, i mean until absolutely. somebody gets a, a stranglehold on this which i don't know if that'll ever happen it's going to be like this so i mean imagine
1: right after the gravedigger play right after you're you're, you're in the you right after gravedigger and you go up to isaiah bomb while he's celebrating on the field just becoming an alabama legend for life say you know what you're not going to be playing for alabama you, next
0: you know year. I'm glad you said that because I really do love that play. I will watch that play forever, and I'll always thank Isaiah Bonner, and I'm not mad at him. I'm probably not buying the Daniel Moore print now.
1: <laughs> no, I agree. I mean, and, hey, I'll go further because I'm I'm one of these support the guys. Everybody that listens to the show knows I'm, I'm a supportive type fan, period. And I'm not unsupportive of Isaiah Bonner. But I'll say this about just my own personal take. Feel free to disagree or agree even more. Look, look at somebody like Kendrick Blackshire. Blackshire has one more year to start. He left before Saban retired because he wants to go somewhere and start in his senior year. That's great. He's going to Texas, which is now an Alabama rival. I'm pulling for Kendrick Blackshire. I hope he starts. I hope he plays great. I hope he's a high pick in the draft. He will always be Alabama to me. But the nine or ten Alabama players that left after Saban retired that – transferred in what I would call Alabama's moment of need, like when we needed you. I mean, things kind of went sideways on us a little bit, and we needed you. You weren't leaving. If you were leaving, you would have left before the deadline, and you you were staying. You left because Coach Saban left. I, I'm not saying I'm pulling against those guys. That's not true. But I'm not looking at them the same way I look at Kendrick Blackshire. That's,
0: that's a great point. I'm,
1: I'm I'm looking at them differently. And, I'm and, not.
0: I'm not pulling against them either. I think that's a not great. Not pulling point.
1: against them. Don't get me wrong. Don't say I'm. I'm anti this or anti that. No. I'm just saying, Kendra Blackshire and all the players that left before the deadline. Uh, I, I'm pro. I'm pulling for them. They're Alabama guys to me. These guys that left at the end, we didn't need that to happen. And, and I think I personally think they should have given it the semester. Hey, if you didn't like the new coaches and you didn't like how spring practice went then transfer out in the spring. Uh, uh, that, that, that's what they should have done, in my opinion,
0: all of them. Um, and I'll, I'll end it with this. Since we've been talking about the NFL playoffs, and because I have two daughters that listen to Taylor Swift uh, relentlessly, she has a song called, I Forgot That You Existed. And um, it goes, it didn't love, it didn't hate, it's just indifference. That's the way I feel. About a lot of these guys who just left, like you said, in Difference. sort of our time of need. I'm just indifferent about them. No, if you do great, great. If you don't do great, I'm not worried about it. So, exactly. not that they give a damn what I'm worried about anyway. But I'm just yeah. saying.
1: But like so, the uh, like Roy Dell Williams at Florida State. Oh, I'm pro Roy probably, Hope he rushes for a thousand yards. I'm pulling yeah. for him.
0: All right, that's going to do it for today's podcast. We'll be back tomorrow with more. Until then, roll tide, everybody. Walter.